Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on the level of heat. A truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. All right, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. Um, it's been an interesting week for me. I have been down with a cold that turned into bronchitis. And so I am still recovering. So I might have a bit of a gravelly voice. And hopefully I won't do too much coughing on the mic. How's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Pretty uneventful. Pretty much for this week. Nothing too crazy. Uh, some stuff at work pretty much like anyone else has, but all together, just a pretty plain Jane week. How about yourself? Other than the, Other than the code. Yeah. So we, um, last week, um, at the time of this taping last week was the memorial service for my father-in-law. So we got to spend four lovely days in Youngstown, Ohio. And, uh, yeah, it's beautiful country up there. It's, uh, okay. That's probably inappropriate joking, but anyway, it was, it was a lot. I am glad that. I am glad that he got a good memorial service, but also I will say that I am not good with death. I am a, a bit callous to it. And so I had a good time joking around, looking at costume, I mean, apparel. And I mean, it was, it was a fun, it, that was an interesting time, but I do that at everything. I would do that at the mall. Right. I would do it at a funeral. I do it at weddings. And so it probably doesn't make it okay. And I'm looking at your outfit like, oh, are those shoulder pads? Mm -hmm. uh, um, but, um, but I'm just saying, I am glad that he is now, um, the memorial was done and that we, we can begin the healing process and it's yeah. going to be a long road. But yeah, so that's been my last week and then came home. Literally, the day we came home, I started coming down with a code. So other than that, it's been pretty quiet. The boys have been happy. It just makes it easy for me. Makes it easy. Hey, that's a good thing. All right. Well, I got two. And both of them are gross. Uh, I will, I'll just, just, that's the best way to describe it. So uh, hopefully we'll have our uh, discretion post up here. Our, um, I don't even know. My brain. Oh, that's another thing. I just, this will probably be the most random episode because I'm on a lot of medication. Um, and so my brain is a little bit slower today than normal. So it, we might have a little bit, a lot of randomness going on, but both of my episodes are both of my truths that I'm reading are foul. Mm. I, I would call both of them reapers. Like I'm just going, I'm just going to go straight reapers because mm. I couldn't work because I was so sick. So, um, yeah, I got to do a lot of research. And so I got, I got two good ones. What about yourself? I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> No, uh, as far as my truths go, um, I have two as well. Um, I think compared to what you're probably going to bring since you've had that much time to really dig in, mine are probably going to be somewhere in the middle, uh, maybe even some of maybe a little bit lighter. So I think I'm going to try to help bring those in who need something a little more tame compared to what you're about to bring <laughs> down on us. All right. Without further ado, I'm going to get it started. So this first one, um, we're titling, I once tricked my sister into drinking another girl's spit. My sister is a couple years older than me. And back in the day, we used to go out drinking and clubbing together. We used to fight and argue a lot, especially if we were drunk. 
our relationship was pretty toxic back then, if I'm being honest. Anyway, this one night, about 15 years ago, we'd gone into a town, hit up a few bars, then a club. We were both pretty drunk. I can't remember exactly why, but we both got in an argument and snappy. She said something that really hurt me and suddenly left for the bathroom, leaving me to watch over the drinks. I don't know what possessed me, but I grabbed her bottle. Um, I went up to a random girl I saw standing by the Coke room and told her I'd give her 20 pounds if she spit in the bottle. This girl took my money and the bottle and started loudly hawking up in her throat. She then brought the bottle to her lips as she let the biggest, grossest loogie I'd ever seen drop into the bottleneck and into the liquid inside. And then she handed it back to me, grinning. It was gross. This thing was floating on top of the liquid in the bottle and there was so much of it. I immediately regretted it, what I'd done and started uh, queuing at the bar in an attempt to replace my sister's drink with the fresh one. Only just then, my sister on her return from the bathroom smited, spotted me in the queue, came over and took her drink from my hand. I then said absolutely nothing as I watched her put it to her lips, tip it up and saw the massive loogie disappear into her mouth. For a moment, she got a funny look on her face and for a split second, I thought I was busted. But then she swallowed the whole thing. During the pandemic, my sister and I have... um started to get close again our relationship is much better now but i can't stop thinking about what i've done and uh what i did that night and the guilt is getting too much should i tell her okay that's disgusting and if your sister hears this podcast she's gonna whoop your ass <laughs> that's that's the beginning because that's just nasty as hell i don't even know how else to say that that's very nasty that is a reaper you should take that to your grave yeah don't tell her y'all gotten close y'all bonding if you want to keep that bond and you don't want to have to bond her out of prison or someone else doesn't, you might want to keep that to yourself. You know, what possesses people to do nasty stuff like that? Like those things don't even come to my mind. Of, right. I'm so angry with you. I'm going to get a stranger to spit in your drink. I wouldn't even spit in your drink, right. but I'm going to get a stranger to spit in your drink. Yeah. That is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. What? Who raised you? Like who? The same person who raised their sister, probably. I know, but would your I now want to know? Like, is that how y'all get down? No, well, she feels guilty. She feels guilty. Like I I don't even. I cook a lot. I like to cook, but I don't double dip the spoon because other people eat my food. Now, honestly, if it's just the people in this home, yeah, y'all getting all of this. As long as I don't have a comb, I ain't cleaning. But if I am cooking and I'm cooking for the masses, which I have done multiple times, I don't ever use the same spoon to taste. Like I want to taste the broth. I'll get a clean spoon, taste it, and then put the spoon in the sink. Like I don't want that uh, that double dipping. It's like, it's just- want to make it communal. Right. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is not communion. We're not up here all drinking from the same uh, uh, little cup and wiping it off. I was raised Catholic people and I never understood like how the germs just like so that 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 little napkin going to wipe off the whole thing, that little handkerchief, it, it cleans it off. It's the is it a blessed cloth? Like mm. I, I I should know this. Years of parochial school, years of Catholicism. I, what is that little cloth called? Like I, I can't. Yeah, sorry. He's looking at me like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <gasps> Baptist, uh, I can't call it. That was what it was for me growing up. So I have no clue. And, and 15 years ago, I would, I would fight. 
I'm not, I'm not a fighter because I have way too much stuff to lose. Like, you know, my freedom. But I would fight. That is the nastiest thing. That's fight worthy. That's fight worthy. Not to mention, she happened to find the one girl who was like, giant loogie, I've got you. <sighs> like, it was very gross. And obviously, we're reading it, so we didn't get to see it. But she talked about how big it was. Yeah, it's just gross altogether. That's definitely one of those things that is fight worthy. Like, I wouldn't care. That's something that's so bad. You could be in a relationship with somebody. Y'all could be mid-coitus. I just want to use the word coitus because I've never got to use it in my life. And if I found that out, I might fight you during that moment. I'm just trying to figure out why that came up in mid-coitus. But, I mean, you know, things happen. Like, you know, we don't have those kind of answer machines. I don't know what kind of... I don't know how you and your wife get down. I'm not judging. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) While we're doing this, while we're in full coitus, I need to let you know about this this loogie I gave someone when I you had that... (laughs) What's your drink? Um, uh, I tried a drink and I couldn't do it. We had it... um, Went to a restaurant, a barbecue restaurant, and... uh, Gin and tonic. It's a gin oh, and tonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is absolutely disgusting. It is absolutely a reaper. And has anyone ever done this? Have you ever spit in someone's food? And one thing is, okay, yeah, we judge people on this this podcast because, you know, that's, that's kind of what we do. We're reading your your confessions because yeah. see how people are out there. Right. But I wonder if that resonates with someone that they've gotten so angry and put off, or as I like to say, pushed off their square, mm. that they have reverted to that type of sophomoric behavior to express themselves because right. they don't have the words to say you hurt me and this hurt me or the person's not receptive enough to understand that their words hurt them and and can't have a mature dialogue and the only behavior you have is that kind of sophomoric behavior and it's it is sophomoric i mean spitting in someone's having a stranger spit you don't know anything. Yeah. And then why are you still, if you wanted to get rid of it, throw it away. Um, no. Cause if I did, I, I wouldn't even do that. But it, as soon as you're about to take it to your lip, like, dog, I can't let you do it. Yeah. I can't. You might be mad at me in a minute, but like, nah, don't do it. I think, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I think that girl spit in it. Like, like, I do I something. I said I found a hair. I would have said anything I could not to avoid to- you drinking it. I mean, not to mention, like you said, picking a stranger like that. And it's just being honest. You don't know if that person has anything. That part because some some things can't be transferred through saliva like that. So you put your sister at risk. So if she has any health ailments that she didn't have beforehand, that could be your fault. There's a whole lot. And I mean, honestly, just the basis of how disgusting that is in general is enough. But then you add in all those other potential issues. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a bridge too far. That's just way too much. Absolutely a reaper for me and. Anyone who does that, anyone's, I, I, I want to know, go to our Facebook group and, and let us know. Do you ever find a rationale that you can do that? Because, I mean, everyone has a different thing. For me, it's spit. Spit is one of those things that I, I can't do. That's an intolerable behavior for me. It's an assault. Yeah. And so I, I can't do it. So it'd be interesting that, you know, maybe people don't see a problem with it. Like if right. you're disgusted with someone and you spit on them or in their food or whatever, maybe you think it's an appropriate reaction. Because, you know, people are different. Yeah. And I'm going to fight you. Like, <laughs> I, like if you if you get my food out the dumpster and don't tell me, and if you spit in my food, don't tell me. Because yeah. I'm never going to forgive you. Yeah, that's, I, that's, never. that's the ending of all type of... Our relationship is over. Yeah. Like, hey, Mike, you know how I made sure that we didn't have a cake that had cheese in it? Well, I spit in it. Like, what? What would you do that I for? I would have the cheesecake at that point. Uh, right. At least then I could just say no, and I, and I knew. 
yeah, that's just completely disgusting. But like you said, please, everyone, uh, if you do hear it and you do have any similar uh, thoughts on that, it will be the question this week uh, for the Facebook group. Uh, we will also be posting that on Instagram and Twitter. So any responses you have, we love to interact and, you know, we love building the community. So let us know. All right. All right, Lamont. So what do you have for your first truth this week? My, my first truth this week is titled, When I was younger, I killed my pet hamster by replacing its water with acetone. I remember reading a news article about how people can survive for years without drinking any water. So I decided to experiment and I got some nail varnish remover and replaced his water with that. He drank it, but then he soon died. I remember being really confused about that and about why he died because he still had a liquid to drink and hydrate him. And my parents were mad at me for months. Okay. Uh, I got a, a thousand and one questions. How did he say how old he was? No. Um, it, but he said younger. So I'm going to assume he was in the kid range. Let, let's give him under 12. Okay. Let's give him under 12. Okay. Next question is, did he say he read an article that people can live for a significant amount of time without water? Yes. Okay. That's mysticism. That is a, uh, what's it called false information. That's a uh, fake news. Yeah. Um, you got about three days, unless you are Jesus and you can, uh, and you're able to do that 40 days without <laughs> food and water and walk in the desert and, you know, be the son of Christ or whatever it is that you believe. Right, right, right. I'm going to need you to drink water. I'm yeah. going to need you to get some sense of water in your body. You can live a significantly long time without food. Yeah. That's the difference. But water, water is important. But then I'm trying to think, why does that equate to acetone? Like, because I think, I think, like you said, the youth part. I, I don't, I don't think he really. I think he just correlated it and just put it together and was like, you know what, makes enough sense. I, I think that's the. I, I, I'm assuming, of course, since we don't know the person, I don't really want to. Um, but I'm assuming he just was like, well, it would still be something to drink, which still doesn't make any sense to me, but. Yeah, it, it was just weird. Even when I saw it, I was like, this sounds like something that the kids, you're, you're scared of what they're going to become in the future. Does. Mm. That's the first thing I thought of when I when I read it. I was like, this kid made a really questionable decision. And I can only imagine how many more questionable decisions they made and hope that they found a way to redirect themselves and mm -hmm. not go any further. Because you can only imagine if you thought that you could replace water with acetone like that what other things did you step into later on so hamsters don't make it well on this show i'm like remember we had the, the, <laughs> hamsters a, do have it hard here huh a few episodes back the guy who's like harming his hamster and broke yeah. it broke his ankle like, what? oh my gosh he was hurting all kind of animals yeah but pe uh, people what do you i don't even understand and uh, your parents are mad because they were concerned now they've got to watch to make sure you're not a, a sociopath right because you know you fed your hamster acetone and it stinks. And how did it not melt the, the unless it was a metal uh, or a, um, a glass bottle? Like well, yeah. I guess, I guess you can put it in some plastics. It won't melt all plastics because it comes in a plastic bottle. So yeah. never mind about that. So yeah, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to play devil's advocate and find a way to understand, but I'm having a really hard time doing it because it just doesn't add up in any shape, form or fashion. I mean, I could think maybe the only way I could think of is if this person would have done it accidentally. He stated he didn't, but that's the only other way I could see it. It's like a kid maybe thought it was a boss water or an Evian spritz or something like that and just wasn't aware of what it was. But in this case, that is clearly not what happened. So, Yeah. Um, yeah. You're absolutely right. 
I, I have nothing more to add there. <laughs> um, I think though, I wouldn't jump to a, a Reaper right. uh, only because of the age. Like I, I'm really taking into consideration people's ages when they do their behaviors right, right. because some of them, some of them are psychopathic. Like, oh, I don't care how you know that you should have known. Right. But this is an instance where maybe I would give it a jalapeno yeah. because like I'm giving you the side eye like you didn't smell that did right. you would you drink that like you know is your mom and daddy feeding you that no I was joking <laughs> like you know I would give you the jalapeno what about yourself um I think I think based on that position of like you said it being a, being a kid and we not really knowing the age if we're going with this person being under the age of 12 probably 10 9 11 years old I'm saying a jalapeno if they were older they were a teenager then at that point, I'm saying you probably had some time served afterwards because you probably did some other crazy stuff. So if you were a teenager and you still think that you can live a couple of months without water and that acetone is a good option, Darwinism at its best. Like, I, I don't know. How do you it just sounds mean. I'm sorry. And I'm on medication. That's what I'm going to blame. But I don't understand how people are so dumb. Mm. I don't like at, at some degree. I understand we don't know everything, right? But you, the basics. But sometimes it's like you know that does not smell like it should go into anything that's breathing and living, and you know animals feel pain. Yeah. So why would you do that? Oh my gosh, that'd be a torturous death. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Now this hurts my feelings. Now, now I just I made it go down a whole lot. Like yeah. now, now I'm bringing down the room. I feel bad for hamsters. Uh, we, we've, we've, we've done a disservice by telling them. No, let me phrase that. We didn't do anything. We're bringing light to the issues that hamsters are dealing with in this community. And we're trying to fix it, okay? So for anyone out there who has hamsters, we support you. We, we do support you. And, you know, we should get a hamster t-shirt that, you know... <laughs> You know, don't feed me acetate. My ankle, like, you know, don't break my ankle. Like, have it in the crutches and just around like, yo, can you stop, you know, stop hurting me. Were those hamsters in the Kia commercial? The ones that were like dancing in the cars? Uh, and everything? Were those I think, I think they were. The, um, and for those who, there's a, uh, was it, is it a Kia? Yeah, Kick? it was the Kia. Yeah. What's the vehicle? It, uh, uh, Sorrento, I guess. I don't know. For those that are not in the U.S., there was a series of commercials here that I think fe featured giant hamsters mm -hmm. um, in an urban setting with doing dances to rap music. With tracksuits on. It, with tracksuits <laughs> on. They were an updated, uh, what was it, album in the chill chill almost, yeah. yeah, so I think they were giant hamsters. Yeah. And I didn't get it, but I think it was a very popular um, commercial for Kia cars. It was, it was weird, though. Like, yeah, it was. It, I, I don't, I'm not going to even get into how I feel about urbanizing everything. Like, we don't have to urbanize everything. No, some stuff does not belong in urban areas. You know what I realized? I hate marketing. Mm. I need y'all to go back and it, it still carries over today. It was the Coca-Cola commercial. Okay. It's uh your boy. What's the one that, that was crying? He was a crying meme for a quite, he's in the fast and the furious. Oh, uh, Tyrese. 
when he was on the the um, bus and singing the you know the whole whatever he yeah, was that's when he started that was like his well I mean yeah that's, that's when, when I was like him. y'all just gonna sing do anything for black people like y'all just gonna be like I'm gonna get a black person on a bus and sing and it was like the dopest commercial everybody like, oh yeah y'all yeah. see that and I'm like I that's when I was like I hate marketing because like it didn't appeal to me right because I rode the bus every single day to school the public transportation right. that's not what my bus rides and if a man got on a bus singing like that you put your backpack on the seat you scoot over you hope they not and the way that they had it looking i was like well, i want my bus to look like that i gotta take yeah. the 27 to the 28 <laughs> or take it to the 15th and then take it down to yeah. the 4th street bus and go over and then i had to have been catching the public transportation in louisville kentucky since what sixth grade okay after from sixth grade on is when i went to parochial school mm-hmm. and there wasn't any buses for her right right so i had to learn how to catch the bus i had to learn how to read the tark and that's what we call it here and and catch it so i was like is that that's that's how we we pandering that's yeah. how we pander and they cleaned up the bus so nice there was no dirty seats there was nobody who clearly lived on there no one had peed on themselves it was a very different bus than the one we had but you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole with you. It's because I can, and it's our show, so you know. For me, it wasn't that I actually thought it was kind of cool, but I think it's because I grew up singing, so it kind of was. For me, it was more the uh, McDonald's commercials, where I could be um, at my middle school, uh, which is out in the Highlands. For anyone from the city who knows, and I kid you not, I could see a commercial that would come on for McDonald's, and it was the regular ba da ba ba ba, you know, the good old regular stuff. And then we would go somewhere else and maybe be back in the on the you know in the neighborhood. And I would hear this commercial and it would have a bass line and it'd be hip hop and people breakdancing and it would be like chicken nuggets being thrown around. And it was just weird. I was like, why? Why is McDonald's like representing this way? I don't get it. I feel like it's chicken selects out here, but it's chicken nuggets where I'm at. It felt kind of like you were kind of placing people in different hierarchies. So it felt weird. And I actually enjoy marketing. Uh, well, as a thought process anyway, but it was weird for me. So I don't yeah. know. McDonald's has a lot of, and, and you know, and, and I don't know if it's me being hypercritical because I'll, I'll admit I'm not an expert. I'm not a, perfect. And I have right, these right. ideas and thoughts that are shaped by my own experiences. But like the Calvin commercials, like when, yeah. when Dave Chappelle did a skit on Calvin, I thought it was perfect because who ain't nobody getting props walking through the <laughs> I grew up in the hood. Right. You come down the street with your uh, McDonald's uniform, ain't nobody, they are messing with you. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody like, I'm so proud of you. Like, look at that check. It, that's not happening. That's not happening where I live. Yeah. And it's like, I, this can't be real. Like, why do they do that? But I don't know. It's, oh, and then, okay, so again, I'm age myself back in the day. 106 in Park, the real 106 in Park with Free and and AJ. AJ. Mm -hmm. And like they'd have those seductive uh, McDonald's commercials on. Like, why, why are you talking like this? Why are you sh- showing a shiny car and then dipping your nuggets slowly into the ranch <laughs> dressing and then putting it to your lips and, and chewing? Um, like, who's eating like that? First of all, who's eating? No one's eating McDonald's sexy. Matter of fact, the more McDonald's you eat, the less sexy you become. Like, it is actually one of those things, like, I can kill you faster, but like, I don't think it's one of those well, things. Man, like, there's a line graph that correlates <laughs> to unsexiness with how much 
much McDonald's you're intaking. I, if, I can live with that. Yeah, if you intake about you know quarter of a meal uh, of the menu a day, uh, your sex factor is gonna go down. I'm just, I'm just unless you was somebody who's like you know, because we so far we're learning. And we're getting a lot of responses and comments from people that we're learning about different lifestyles. True. Because we just got some on the YouTube channel. And by the way, we do have our our stuff on YouTube. And we are thinking of doing some more interesting things with our YouTube channel other than just posting the episodes. So that's another thing. But, you know, we had somebody mention the... um, Uh, Stomach growling. Yeah, the stomach growling. And they kind of mentioned that as a fetish. And I've seen... We've seen some shows about... uh, I think it's called like Strange Love that was on TLC. And it was a couple who literally, they enjoyed, well, one person enjoyed watching the other person eat food and gain weight. So for that person, we might actually be wrong. That might actually be their wave. You, you know what? It might be sexy. And you're right. It's, again, I will honestly always admit on this show, I have a myopic view. I, you know, when I'm planning things, I'm strategic. I try to look broader. But when I'm instantly looking at something, I just look at it from my lens. Like and, you're human or something. Yeah, right. And then, and my lens is like, oh, that's, that's, that's strange. <laughs> but, but, but to your point, you're right. People who have eating fetishes and I'm down for it. And like, you know, Here's why I'm down for it. If you want to buy me some Subway sandwiches and watch me eat Subway. Hold on. Like, I'm, I'm, Subway? I'm like, so have you been noticing recently what happened with Subway? No. So there was articles and news and everything. So their tuna is not real tuna. Not that you necessarily need to eat tuna, but they don't even know what fish it is. This is like actual news. This isn't some random website. Mm. They did a study trying to see what fish it was. And they were like, we can't tell you what fish this is. That's a problem. Now, mind you, Subway is the same place that was selling footlongs and then got sued because they were cutting off about two inches of their sandwiches so they weren't footlong. Well, no, they weren't being proofed fully. Uh, and okay. that it, it made them shorter. Well, I know people kept cutting mine when I would go back in the day. But why But why are you suing over that, though? I, like We are all over the place. I'm sorry, guys. But why? Suing because your foot long sandwich is two inches short. Because what I paid for. You don't have anything else better to do. Like, how do you have time? I don't have time for suing people who I should probably sue. Like, right. you know, in Let case alone. I get woke up in the middle of the night because dog is barking, our kids are playing in the swimming pool or something. Like, I don't have the capacity or the time to go out and and, and actively pursue angry arguments. Vicky, so- let it go. <laughs> let it go even under the weather you're gonna that's okay that's okay this is gonna be our weirdest episode it is everyone this is this is what happens when medication is needed and it's been a while yeah so yeah yeah. but uh, but okay all in all we got real way off topic (laughs) way way we're gonna go all the way back giving a um if you're a child and you decide to give your hamster or any pet what's it called Um, acetone acetone. Mm -hmm. First, ask your parents and and see what they say. And if y'all all huddle around the dead husk of a hamster after witnessing it um, get acetone, call CPS for yourself because mm. you're probably next. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here we are. This one is titled, I work at a takeout only restaurant. And whenever there's a rude, outright bad customer, I try my best to lick or spit on something in their order. Some people show up aggressive already with their entitled attitudes. I'm just so sick of it. Others will ignore our X amount of people allowed inside at a time sign 
and tried so hard to fit in the lobby knowing there's not enough space for two feet of separation. I know what I am doing is wrong. It is stupid and childish. I want to change what these people effing irritate me to no end. I want to effing curse and talk back to them, but I can't. Maybe this is my re- my release valve. Either way, it is getting easier and easier not to care. Again, I go back to it. This is gross. I understand the idea of, you know, having an issue with people who are very rude or disrespectful or act like they're not aware of a situation just for their own selfish reasons. I completely understand. But again, that's gross. That's so nasty. I, I, I can't pretend like I'm remotely okay with someone messing with people's food because I just feel like it's something you do not play with. I know that we, you know, we've there's even been movies made about that, uh, the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds and all those different things. I know we've we've had these things, but it's just so nasty to me. That's a reaper for me. Just messing with people's food in general to me is just a reaper. I don't I don't play with that. That's just way too much, and to me, that's fight worth. I just can't. And I don't want to fight anybody. Let's just be clear. I'm trying to get the rest of my life without having to fight another single person. But that's fight work. Yeah. I could see one choosing violence. And, and guys, the reason why I read these two back to back, and I know they're in a similar vein, so we won't have to stay on this one too long. First and foremost, I think it's a reaper. That's just disgusting. It's just inappropriate. And you're right. You know it's childish and sophomoric. But think about the mental headspace that you have to be in. It's like the guy, was it last week or the week before, that hurts people, um, that hurts, hurts other, other people, people after someone has hurt him. Them. This is in the same vein. So there are people, and I would imagine many, many, many people, I have no statistics, I'm just going to say many, walking around behaving like this. Yeah. So be careful how you treat people. Like I, I don't give people a hard time at restaurants at all because they gotta touch my food. Right. I'm yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, thank you, please, may I? <clears throat> Only because I just don't, I don't, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. And yeah, what was that? Um, what was that one show where there was an evil, like not an evil, it was like about a restaurant, and it probably we're probably about to talk about the same show. It was about a restaurant and there was a, a customer who was a, being a very nasty heifer mm-hmm. and she returned a steak after eating almost all, all of it. And like they put hair on that's it. The they movie lo- waiting. That's okay. They, that's what it's called. Yeah, okay. Took, I remember. I'll never forget <clears> that scene. They took it in the back and they gave it the special. Oh, I mean, they had somebody who had lice. He did the whole head scratch. They had somebody put it in, in, in their crotch and, area. It was crazy. Yeah, and every time I think of that sickened me. Like I tr- and you have been to many restaurants. I'm never ever rude. Ever. I'm never yeah. gonna be rude. Ever. Nope. You can be as rude as you want after they bring my food out. Yeah. So like, you know How many times have we said that collectively? Yes. Well, almost collectively. <laughs> like, yo, you can be rude if you want to. No, look, can y'all can y'all fix that person's at last? Like, we're good. Like, can we get ours and then you you know, yeah, but yeah, so just be careful out there, folks. Be careful with the way others behave. You don't know, and you don't know, you know, how close to the edge they are. And your little snide comment could just push them over the top to do something reckless. You don't know. You don't know how these people were raised. Absolutely. Because I would fight. Like I mean, I would, I would really spank my kids. Like I would absolutely pull some pants down and spank some kids if I found out they were spitting or yeah, that's doing something. So much, but okay, what's the last one you got for uh, this week? So my final truth is titled, 
I pretended to be disabled to skip lines at Universal Studios. In eighth grade, our graduation field trip was to Universal Studios. My aunt was the secretary for my school, and she had a fast pass. My group was super dramatic and fighting, so I left with a friend to follow my aunt around. You weren't allowed in the fast pass lane unless you obviously had one, or if you were a seriously disabled student with one of the administrators. I literally walked like I had a problem and acted like I was special needs so I could go on all the rides. My friend did too. It worked. I went on tens of rides while my group went on three good ones. I can't say I regret it. I had a hell of a good time. Wow. This one is going to be controversial. Mm. This one's a controversial one. Because think about it. Pretending you have a disability to get what you would consider a privilege is monstrous. Mm. That is a that is a horrible behavior. There are people who are not able bodied that would rather have the ability to, you know, to be able bodied but to try to take something from people who I don't, I don't know how to articulate this properly. So, it's probably going to come out a jumble, but is a it's, it's a monstrosity. This is a monstrosity. That's terrible. I, you know, my my we have people who are disabled in my family, and I can't imagine me intentionally walk or my aunt allowing me to intentionally walk around and to put on a show as if I am injured just to cut line. What kind of ridiculousness is that? And I, you're in eighth grade. You're a teenager. You may not know better, but your aunt absolutely right. should have known better. Right. That's just not appropriate. So, but then there's the other side of the coin with who's it hurting? Who's it hurting that he can go in line early for whatever reason? Right. Um, you know, who is it? Is it really taking away from um, the community that is not as abled when people do that? I think it is just like parking in a handicapped spot. And if you park in a handicapped spot, you should get towed. Like somebody should be able to crush your car up and make it a little mangled box mm. because. You know, it is hard for people with wheelchairs to navigate if you're taking all of the spots or if you're just lazy. I'm using my mama's tag. Well, walk, walk the extra. People have a problem with, you know, accessibility. So for me, it's a kid under 15 because he's in eighth grade. I would give it a plabano because that can really irritate others. And if you walk past one of my family members and pretended to have a disability and I saw that it was an act, I might actually say something. Right. I might actually say that's just disrespectful. Yeah. And it, you know, and it's none of my business. I get that. And that might be a Karen move, but it's like one of those things where, you know, it's like why even go there? Could you imagine if you took my children somewhere, like when they're older, like you're taking out the crew, and then my two boys begin to behave like they had a uh, developmental dis- the delay. Oh man, if you don't snatch them yeah, no. up, see, so, <clears throat> so just just so everyone knows, the way our, our the way our group works, there um, there's an understanding for the adults here with 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 the kids, and anybody in this group can actively. Um, Discipline. Discipline the children. And that does not mean beat, smash, push down a flight of stairs. It it means I get them in order. Yeah, Yeah, I see you doing a behavior. I don't have to go tell your mama. I'm telling you to stop now. There's nothing else to go. I don't have to go tell your daddy. I said stop. Absolutely. That's what he means by that. So, no, it would be a problem. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely pull him to the side and be like, well, this isn't how we act. You know, when we go places, how we do. There's never been confusion. We've been going on trips and doing this stuff since y'all were little. 
So act like you know. But as far as this kid goes, um, I'm going to say I'm definitely probably giving you a side eye um, just because I don't play around with that kind of stuff. Uh, personally, it's just for me, it's just not a thing that's OK. Um, I can understand the idea of not wanting to stand in the line. We literally just did this weeks ago where we were standing in tons of lines. And even in an instance where, you, you know, you had you were hurt. It, we still had to wait. Mm-hmm. We still had to wait. And for me, I'm not, I'm not okay with the idea of mocking someone's issues or ailments just for a leg up. And that's just not okay with me. I, I don't, I don't feel like that's a game you play with because like you said, um, having disabled family members or just people I know in general, for you to play with that, that person would rather be able bodied to do things and probably have to wait rather than deal with what they're dealing with. Now, that's not to say that anyone who is disabled feels like they are without something or anything like that. I don't want anyone to be confused in in what I'm saying. But for you to play around with something that is out of their control mm-hmm. is just disingenuous and disrespectful. Yeah. Come on, Auntie, do better. Right. So you gave this one a jalapeno. Yes, well, ma'am. I gave it a poblano. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that ends it for this week's episode. Hopefully I'll be feeling a little bit better um, before we record our next episode. Um, we do have some interesting news. So we have our first generation of our T-shirt. We have a Pick Truth T-shirt. And so if you want to help us out and support us, we would greatly appreciate it. Go to picktruth.com threatless.com and we'll put a link in the show notes Mm -hmm. go check out our first t-shirt we're pretty excited oh yeah um anything you can do what we do is uh will help us to get kind of better um editing software and you know better equipment so we can record things a little bit more crisper and cleaner so uh, every single thing you can do to help we would greatly appreciate it and we also have a donation link so in the um show notes as well so you can if you feel so inclined send us a buck like we, yeah, really, we're asking. Can anybody send us a buck? Yeah. Um, you go to PayPal. There's a PayPal link at the bottom. Send us a buck if you if you could help us out. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, but more importantly, check out our very first T-shirts. I'm pretty excited. Um, we'll we'll add more to the store as we maybe mature and grow. But absolutely, me and are super excited. Oh yeah, no, it's a great thing. We were discussing wanting to get merch and get some different ideas and. We uh we reached out to some people and got got one mocked up and we're really excited. So if you all are interested, they are there. And if there's other ideas that you may have or things you may want, let us know. We're definitely open to all the ideas because this isn't just our show. It's your show, too. So we want to be able to make sure that you all are a part of the growth of this show and what we make of it. Yeah, that's exciting. All right. So if you like today's episode, help us out. Subscribe and send the show to two of your friends. Uh, If you've not done so already, absolutely join our Facebook group. There's a lot of activity in our Facebook group. So that's very exciting. Uh, Our Facebook group is called Pick Truth and it's also in the show notes. And if you haven't done so already, follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. Also, we have hit over a thousand downloads. That is amazing. It took us 15 episodes and we've already gotten over a thousand downloads. We thank you all so much. It's so appreciated. We love you guys and we just look forward to providing more for you all. So thank you again. Yeah, I can't, I couldn't say it any better than Lamont did. So thanks everybody. All right. We'll catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you.
Send us your truths at kicktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.